You are listening to Lounge on Fox Sports 1380. We are talking to Scott Sepich, who covers the Portland State football team for the Oregonian. All right, coming off a 35-66 to loss to San Jose State, how do you think the Vikings will bounce back in a hostile environment this weekend? Well, I think they I think they learned a lot from that game of San Jose. They turned the ball over six times, and uh, that uh, was atypical of them last year. They didn't uh, they took care of the ball pretty well last year, so uh, I think they probably learned that they they're going to have to do a lot better offensively uh, in Seattle to have any any chance uh, to hang with the Huskies. But they did some good things. They still scored 35 points against an FBS team, um, uh, even giving the ball away six times. So. You know, I think for, for Bruce Barnum's group, if they can cut down turnovers, still find a way to score some points, uh, I think they'll be happy with how things go in Seattle, even if they lose. And I expect they lose uh, probably still still by 30 points or so this week. Sure, yeah. Well, Portland State managed to beat uh, WSU 17-14 to last year to open the, up the season, which, you know, shocked Cougar fans up here. What do you think it would take for the Vikings to pull off, as you've already put, the improbable upset against UW? Well, uh, Coach Bruce Barnum has said this week that uh, he hopes that the Huskies are looking past PSU and looking uh, looking to the uh, the Pac-12 opener. Um, it's going to take something like that. The Huskies are going to have to really be off their game. And the Vikings will have to do, like I said, no turnovers, uh, no mistakes. They're going to have to basically play the perfect game. Uh, if they're going to try to hang in this one this week. Uh, they're just overmatched, obviously, being sure. an FCS team. And Portland State's a good FCS program. I mean, they're still ranked in the top 25. Uh, they were second in the Big Sky last year, hosted a playoff game, so and obviously beat Washington State last year and also uh, beat North Texas, which is an FBS school. They beat them last year 66-7. to So uh, this is a team that is you know on the rise and a, and a good program for their level, but there's certainly nothing – even close to uh, to a top-level Pac-12 team. So uh, they would need a lot of things to go absolutely perfect to have any chance. That actually leads perfectly into my next question. You already mentioned second place in the Big Sky, 9-3 and record. Regardless of Saturday's results, what are the expectations for the rest of the season for these Vikings? Uh, well, there's pretty high expectations. You know, last year came out of nowhere. They had, uh, two years ago, they only won three games, and they fired their coach, Nigel Burton, and uh, the program was in disarray. I mean, there were talks around here of even is the program viable for the long-term future because uh, they actually have to uh, support themselves financially. The uh, school doesn't doesn't give them money. They actually have to uh, be a self-sufficient program. So, really? Uh, yeah, so they came in. That's one of the reasons that they play teams like Washington and Washington State. They get money for those games. They're getting five hundred over $500,000 um, this Saturday just to come play the Huskies. So they need that money to keep their program operating. Um so that's why they play those games. Definitely. Um, so last year was really came out of nowhere. They they were not expected to be very good. Bruce Barnum was an interim coach, um, but by the middle of the season he had earned a three you know a long term contract, and uh, all of a sudden they were beating teams like Washington State and Montana and Montana State and Eastern Washington, and uh, they were a really you know a feel good story. And Barnum ended up being the national coach of the year in FCS. So uh, they now are okay now they've had this season of success now how how can they build upon that and they were never you know they were always going to be huge underdogs to the two fbs schools so whether they end up with two losses out of these last two weeks it's not going to really make that big of a difference to them the biggest guy is where they're going to you know really really 
beat, you know, make or break their season. And they start next week at Southern Utah, the defending champion. Wow. Um, so they need to really pre- be prepared for that game because uh, the rest of their Big Sky schedule is not really that tough. They do play Eastern Washington, but it's at home. But they don't play Montana or Montana State this year. So uh, they have, you know, looking at their schedule, an opportunity to go, you know, 7-1 and one or 8-0 and oh in their conference if things break right for them. But they really need to be focused on, on next week. That first road game at Southern Utah is really going to be a big tone setter for their season. You mentioned that they have this high-powered offense. You know, you're averaging 39 points per game already. Who who are some of the playmakers on the offense which may cause the Huskies some problems this weekend? Well, they have a fifth-year senior a kid named Paris Penn who uh, ran for 137 yards, I think, this past week, his, his uh, highest total ever as a running back. He's been a utility quarterback and a, and a wide receiver during his career. Uh, and this year, without really a sort of a, a reliable first-string running back. They've decided to put him there now this year. Uh, he's a great athlete. He's, he's the kind of athlete that probably could play uh, in the Pac-12. He's got that kind of speed. So he's the guy that will be elusive. He'll be tough for the for the Huskies to tackle. Um, the quarterback, Alex Caressa, is a really uh, mature guy. He started out at BYU. Um, then he went on a, on a Mormon mission, and then he transferred to junior college and came to Portland State. Uh, he's a senior. He's also very elusive, a great athlete, uh, can run. He's not a great passer. Um, and so if the Huskies uh, can get a lead and, and make Portland State be a throwing team, the Vikings want to run the ball or, and try to do some things beyond just being a straight you know, passing team every down. And uh, so that makes it difficult for them to catch up when they get behind you average, I looked, five more rushing yards per game than passing. Now, the Huskies are known for, you know, a, a top 10 defense in the nation, you know, these past couple seasons. Do you expect any adjustments on offense this weekend? I mean, you mentioned that if they get out to a lead, then, you know, Portland State's going to have to pass. But is it, for the most part, are they looking to do, you know, a ball control, just a, a ground and pound game? Well, you know, Bruce Barnum's a good offensive mind, and they will do some crazy things this week that probably Washington has not seen on film. Uh, every week they seem to throw in two or three plays that, that we've never seen before. They, they'll they put sometimes three or four quarterbacks on the field at the same time. And sometimes you don't know which one's going to end up with the ball. And, and any <laughs> of them could pass once they have the ball in their hands. So uh, they'll do some gimmicky things like that, I think, just to try to, you know, get some big plays. Um Otherwise, I think for the most part, they'll stick to what they do, even if they get behind. Um, I don't think that, that Bruce Barnum is going to want to turn his team into something that they're not. I think he'll, he understands that if they get behind, you know, three or four touchdowns, they're probably not going to come back. So, you know, for, for him this week, I think is, is how, how do they improve off of last week? Can they do what they do well, you know, even in a loss? Because what's really important is that they're prepared for next week for the big sky opener. Definitely. Uh, Scott Sepich from the Oregonian joins the lounge previewing Portland State UW, which is this Saturday night at 5 p.m. Pacific time. All right, so we've talked about the offense. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Now you're averaging 39 points per game, but you've already given up 92 in two games this year against opponents. Now one was you know, San Jose State where you, they dropped 66. But where does this defense need to improve 
um, this weekend? What what things uh, I noticed no turnovers through the first two games. That you know, are those something that they're looking to improve on? Yeah, and they need to get pressure on the quarterback, which they have not done in the first two games. Um, they opened the season against Division Two Central Washington, and the uh, the Division Two team really kind of moved the ball at will, and uh, the Vikings were struggling to get uh, any sort of penetration up front. So uh, that's going to be obviously be a huge challenge now playing against a team like Washington to to do that. So. Um, you know, I expect that the Huskies will have, uh, you know, a lot of time to throw the ball and a lot of time to do what they want. And uh, the Portland State's had some, you know, they've only had five returning starters on defense. They've had to break some new guys in. And 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 the Vikings, uh, you know, Bruce Barnum has told me he said they've they've kept things simple early in the season because they knew they knew that they have new players there and. They're they're trying to introduce some new packages and some new schemes each week, and it's all sort of built towards being ready for that game of Southern Utah next week. So, uh, you know, I expect them to try to continue to get better defensively, but I think this is a huge challenge this week. I think it's a matter of um, are the guys doing the right things so that they'll be ready to play against a big sky opponent next week. It's uh, it's strange for a team like Portland State because they start out their first three games playing against a Division Two team and two FBS teams. They don't really know how they're going to fit in uh, when they start playing against FCS opponents. And uh, so all they can really worry about is, you know, how, what are their guys doing? Are they doing the right things uh, so that they feel like they can be ready for their own level of competition? Yeah, so you mentioned that, you know, the Huskies may have a lot of time to throw. Offensively, they have a fair amount of options between John Rosh, um, Miles Gaskin, Jake Browning in the backfield. Is there anyone in particular you think Portland State's going to try and shut down to their best ability? I mean, I don't know. It's 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 hard when a team has so many weapons uh, sure, like Washington, yeah. and you have a team like Portland State where, uh, you know, especially in the secondary. In fact, they just lost one of their, you know, key experienced safeties. Walter Santiago just got hurt against San Jose State. He's probably not going to play this week. So they're they're not. They they do have a, a an experienced senior safety in, in the or, uh, senior cornerback in uh, Xavier Coleman, but the rest of that secondary is pretty young, and there's they're still pretty young up the middle, and and they have a couple of uh they, they do have experience on the defensive line, but that's been the one spot where they really haven't been able to do as much as as I think they had hoped in terms of uh, stopping the run and getting pressure on the quarterback. So uh, you know I I just think it's it's hard to focus on any one guy when I think this is a unit that really needs to, you know, improve all the way around. Um, sure. Yeah. Just get, I just, I yeah, just don't know together. What's that? Yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're still trying to, f- to find their identity, I think. And, um, y- you know, it's, 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 it's a whole different sort of, sort of ball game when you're playing against a team like Washington, when you're, <laughs> yeah. when you're as overmatched as they, as they, as they're going to be. So, um, I don't really think they're looking at it in terms of, you know, how are we going to stop this guy or that guy? It's it's more about just how, how is our group looking, you know, as a unit so we can uh, make sure that we're ready for, for the games that really matter to us. Sure. So, and you've touched on it throughout this interview. UW's the number eight team in the nation, uh, you know, number one defense had number one draft picks in the NFL, uh, or first rounders, I mean, um, from this defensive front. 
So regardless of the result, there's got to be some positives that Portland State will be able to pull away from. I think what you you mentioned, you know, finding identity on defense, you know, what, what things do we really excel at on offense and and then what are the things? Is there anything else you think they could pull from, you know, even if they get, you know, say blown out, you know, 70 to 20 or something? Well, you know, I, I think Bruce Barnum is one of the most uh, quotable coaches out there. He's He's sort of got a Mike Leach sort of, um, style to him, but in more of a jovial way rather than a grumpy way. So uh, he's one of the only coaches who can kind of sit there and tell you, like, we're, yeah, we're probably going to get, you know, destroyed this weekend, but he still gets his players to, to give 100% and really believe that they can that they can achieve a lot. So I think it's just a matter of they were really disappointed on Saturday. They, they thought that they could perform better and when you look at the fact that they turned the ball over six times, still scored 35 points, you know, if they get rid of those turnovers, they might have been able to stay in that game with San Jose State. So I think it's just a matter of uh, getting the belief back that they can be a, you know, a solid football team, not make a lot of mistakes, um, and just have good things, uh, you know, come out of this game. I, I, I expect that they'll find ways to score some points and probably, you know, impress the Husky fans in some ways with, with some of the things that they do offensively. Uh, even if they don't win the game. So I think they just want to make sure that they're competitive, uh, they cut out the mistakes, and and just have things to feel good about going on the road again for another big game in Southern Utah. All right, Scott, last question. What's your final score prediction? Well, I think the Vikings will find a way to score some points. I, I'm I'm thinking it's somewhere in the, the range of maybe 55 to 21 uh, would probably be where I would put this one. Awesome. Hey, Scott, thanks for joining the program. You want to let our listeners know where they can find your articles and if you have a Twitter account? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. My Twitter is at uh, Sepich, that's at S-S-E-P-I-C-H. And then uh, OregonLive.com slash Vikings is where we have our uh, our Portland State coverage. Awesome. That's Scott Sepich from the Oregonian slash Oregon Live giving us a preview of the Portland State Vikings who look to upset the Washington Huskies this Saturday night at 5 o'clock. You can find that game on the Pac-12 Network. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Lounge on Fox Sports 1380.